Hmm. What, what's Kieran been up to this week? What is what's what's been happening? Um, in terms of weird stuff that he's been engaging with on the internet, it's usually a good place to start. Um, I've just been <coughs> seeing Dan Crenshaw getting bullied by veterans, and that was cool. That is pretty cool. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. The fun thing that's been happening for Kieran this week is just the the complete fucking collapse of WeWork. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I also I saw, saw that, that 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 the guy who runs WeWork wants to become in like in the next elections in Israel wants to become the prime minister of Israel. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah. 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 Oh. Um, I love I love WeWork. Um, they're a, a horrifying a horrifying company, but also like the easiest way to get paid for doing comedy in Berlin because they have like horrible like lunchtime stand-up comedy gigs that they'll get they in. They do? Like, yeah. Oh, that's such a startup thing to do. It is. <laughs> Come and... So stand-up comedy really only works if like the audience is willingly there. Like they actively <laughs> said to themselves, you know what I feel like tonight is some stand-up comedy. <laughs> no, no, no. But in this, in, 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 you know, startup Stalinism, you have, you are yeah. allocated the, uh, the, the time is already allocated to you that you have yeah. to show up. And if you don't, you have to applaud yeah. whenever the, con- whenever, whenever, you know, uh, uh, the comedian who is your Stalin for one hour yeah. um, says anything that then remotely could be a joke. You, you're forced to clap and applaud and stand That's up. Actually kind of like how it worked. <laughs> Yeah, well. <laughs> you have to applaud. It. Like, <laughs> I'd actually really enjoy like if someone has some like really, um, you know, heavy, overly intellectual, wanky book about like stand up in the eighties in the Soviet Union. I would read the shit. Out of that. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just uh, gonna be Ronald Reagan, horrible Ronald Reagan jokes, where he's like, "Oh, I heard all these jokes in the Soviet Union." <laughs> And <laughs> you've never seen those videos? They're no. really bad. This is something Rob got mad at me about as well, of like my lack of knowledge of like terrible Ronald Reagan jokes, jokes Ronald Reagan made, and just been like, Kieran, I thought you were a stand-up. <laughs> 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 like, what? Yeah, but there'd be like, so like uh, Ronald Reagan did the kind of thing where... Um, he did stand-up comedy. No, he didn't do stand-up comedy, but it was always a thing, <laughs> like, like Amy Klobuchar recently... There's that video that then of her just repeating her tweet fight with Donald Trump over and over and over again of like, <laughs> he called me a snowflake. And guess what I said back to him? And it was just... Uh, You're uh, a snowflake too. <laughs> uh, it was something really fucking stupid. And actually, no, you. <laughs> the... Uh, um, what's it called? The, what's that really shitty show in the US? Like The Daily Show? Yeah, the one with Trevor Noah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually had oh, like yeah, a, yeah. the one good thing that they have done in the past four years yeah. is that they cut up all of the times of her doing this on the campaign trail, okay. and they all line up perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was it's actually, got our timing down. That's important. Yeah. Sound up. Uh, so yeah, Ronald Reagan was kind of doing that in the '80s before Twitter existed. He would just go and just go fucking buck wild and be like, mm. "I know all these just fucking knee slappers." <laughs> That are just boomer jokes. So about he was the a stand-up comedian. Yeah, Ronald Reagan. You know, <laughs> I knew it. when he's not, you know, uh, uh, harassing. He's uh, not tearing down the wall. <laughs> yeah, or when he's not, you know, behind the scenes, like you know, harassing minorities with with his with his homeboy uh, right. Richard Nixon. Yeah. <laughs> in that whole tape that came out. Yep. Which also, you know, for a comedian, you know, uh, that is he could the have thing been on in stand-up. That is a thing in stand-up comedy, isn't it? <laughs> What harassing women? Making, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how do you think you get a, a Yeah. How do you think you get a Netflix special? Yeah. Uh, 
exactly. Oh god. Kieran, become more racist. I, yeah. I, become I heard it described perfectly, which is basically every stand-up scene in the world is controlled by three fat white guys. Um, <laughs> yep. <just> like, <laughs> um God, yeah, it's it's but going going back to WeWork, this is Kieran burning all his bridges in terms of like burning stand-up comedy. Uh, not not really. It's just burning one very specific bridge that leads to um, money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who needs that? <laughs> who needs that? Well, in fairness. Well, hey, Kieran, Kieran, no, you you can you can still save yourself if you do the just the German thing of just being you know a comedian that then talks about points that are like twenty years old in English comedy, being like men and women. What's the difference? Exactly, with just them? talk about your your wife and like make fun of her, like Mario Bart. You can fucking yeah. fill arenas. He, <laughs> he he sold out the fucking Olympiastadion two days in a row. Like God, like the last one to do that was Rammstein. Yeah, <laughs> like, Germans have no humor. <laughs> <laughs> have you noticed that? Uh, Turingans walk like this. Bavarians walk like this. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is so lustig. <laughs> oh, god damn it. Achim, did you hear that? Yeah, I did. Hast du das gehört, Achim? To me, burning okay, the money bridge. Very relatable. <laughs> The money, okay, so the money bridge, it might last for long because WeWork basically, they started trading publicly and like overnight their initial value offering was like halved um, because WeWork doesn't really do anything. But they don't work. <laughs> oh, oh, satire. <laughs> we did that. Yeah, no. uh, we get tax back for doing satire. Um, the... <laughs> the... Yeah, because like the thing is, they try to like pitch themselves as this revolutionary new company, and like no, they're like the exact same as like every other property management company in the world. It was like relatively secure, but you're not like exploring new spaces unvertold in the world of business. Um, yeah, so their initial value offering. We work the final frontier. <laughs> <laughs> what if? Um, you rented the place you work. I was like, mm-hmm. Gentrification. Picard's voice. Um, yeah, so like they lost all their money, and because of this, they've like fired. Um, let's see, they fired a bunch of their staff, but they've done this before when they like not had as much money as they thought they did. And I want to, I want to read you a little bit of an excerpt from like a, a Financial Times article. Because uh, they were free this week. Which they were. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I tried to hurt my brain with it, but a lot of the takes were not that good. Like, they weren't as bad as The Economist, and I just got kind of bored reading about, like, negative interest rates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Financial Times, unfortunately, tells you the truth, but it tells you, like, the bad thing is actually good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is ultimately the big problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah, I want to read from this a little bit. A few weeks after Mr. Newman fired 7% of his staff in 2016, Mr. Newman being the CEO of WeWork, he somberly addressed the issue at an, all, an evening all-hands meeting at the headquarters, telling attendees the move was tough but necessary to cut costs and the company would be better because of it. Then employees carrying trays of plastic... Oh, oh sorry. Then employees carrying trays of plastic shot glasses filled with tequila came into the room followed by toasts and drinks. Soon after, Daryl McDaniels of hip-hop group Run DMC <laughs> entered the room, embraced Mr. Newman, and played a set for the staff. Workers danced the 1980s hit, 
it's tricky, <laughs> as the tequila trays made more rounds. Some others still focused on the firing, saying that they were stunned <laughs> and confused. <laughs> this surrealist... Wait, wait, wait. So they fired everyone to one of the dudes from Run DMC <laughs> saying it's tricky. Yeah, pretty much. There's a, what kind it, of fucking hellscape is this? That sounds like a fan fiction, like one yeah. of the fan fictions. <laughs> so my neoliberal fan fiction yeah. is like being able to do this. So that is interesting you say that because yeah. like about a year ago, Clickhole, the like uh, Onion spinoff that focuses mm-hmm. more on like viral content uh, or taking the piss of viral content, had like a story about like so inspirational um, 10% of BuzzFeed staff were let off uh, and while they were packing up their offices Post Malone was sent <laughs> 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 and it's like oh, oh man seriously <laughs> yeah what the fuck so WeWork is just an insane company and all they seem to do is just like it's office space but there's like Slices of cucumbers available. I've been to one. Yes, actually, I've seen it from the inside. Mm. Julia was doing was doing some uh, some working shoe gum reporting. <laughs> no, actually, a friend of mine works at WeWork, but works there like not work. <laughs> they work for WeWork. No, not for WeWork. Oh, they work at WeWork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, yeah, exactly. They have beer. Yeah, yeah. A lot I, of startups do that. I like so you beer. Stay there indefinitely. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> Oh god, yeah. It's um it's pretty dire. It's I've also been deep diving into um Chinese expat humor YouTube, mm. which again, this is Kiran's new very specific wing of YouTube. Uh last week it was um Indian grandfather spending their retirement making massive portions of feed, uh, food for street orphans. Uh and this week wow. this is not one channel, it's a genre. Um, (laughs) this isn't the one where it's the guy uh who has his wife who then like every other video is like i hate my wife no Um, that was that was the week before indian grandfathers of course yeah i I can talk about him in a bit please don't (laughs) kieran we're 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 on a tight schedule are we uh (laughs) yes all right but okay so the thing that's happening this week is um yeah chinese expat youtube which is just like mainly non-Chinese people who've moved to China and then they like start YouTube channels um, and there's like one really big one called um, Mama Hoo Hoo which I believe is a <laughs> Wait, that doesn't sound right <laughs> no it, it's, it's a Jap it's a Chinese word that okay. like Chinese people do not say uh, it's like one of those things you're taught when you're learning Chinese that uh, like yeah. in the same way yeah. that like people when they're taught English are like I'm fine thank you and you <laughs> kind of like, thing hey what's up yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, there are a bunch of like mostly Scottish and Australian people who do like YouTube content and it is like Australians, <laughs> some terrible skits and then like just insights into, oh, just terrible Chinese things. Like they all have to work in a WeWork basically, <laughs> uh, a WeWork that you can only get into if you have your phone on you because China just never did credit cards. They only have that like QR code pay thing, so you have to pay as you enter the WeWork uh, for your time in the WeWork. Um, Shanghai also. So you're saying socialism then, right? <laughs> yes, this is socialism. <laughs> Whatever China does just becomes socialism. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting for uh, uh, the tanky break, the, the 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 U.S. tanky breakdown of how we works in in China are actually revolutionary. <laughs> yes, uh, and also I already had that one about special economic zones that I just like 
what? my brain rotted really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's basically the slogan for communism, like we and we <laughs> and work. Done. Yeah, done. <laughs> Yulia, Yulia is gonna be is gonna be the one making this thread exactly yeah, later <laughs> about how we have to defend China's attempts at, re- at, at we work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Yulia will not be here next week as she drafts up plans to uh, retake Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> Does that also include Macau? I don't know what's going on. Macau seems like cocked Hong Kong. (laughs) 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 What's happening in Macau? I think the only thing I know about Macau... Gambling. Yeah. Um, The only thing I know about Macau is just like really nerdy Kiran getting way too into urban planning shit, which is every Portuguese colony has, and Portugal itself, has this very specific pavement pattern. All where right. there's like waves in the tiles of the pavement. Okay. And that's yeah. basically the symbol to say Portugal was here. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so it's like in Angola, it's in East Timor, and Macau. Yeah. And that is the only thing I know about Macau. Thank okay. you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, welcome to your weekly Corner Spatey. Uh, Rob left again. <laughs> he disappeared. He went to Georgia. Apparently, he's finding out that Stalin the, is actually cool. The country of Georgia, not the state. Yeah, no, 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 not, not the state. Um, so Rob's having some real, real tanky hours over there. Um, but the rest of the gang is here. So uh, it's myself, Nick, and it's me, Julia. <laughs> And it's your boy Kieran, not trying to understand China, but failing to do so. Is having the world's largest Starbucks socialism? I'm confused. <laughs> yes. Oh, cool. It is. <laughs> it, it's three stories tall. And it looks like you can get really terrible pizza for too much money. Wait, what? They sell yeah. pizza. They sell re- that is socialism. <laughs> <laughs> Making Starbucks sell pizza is socialism. <laughs> um, no, but it's like that really terrible, like... We cut like a baguette in half and put oh, like cheese uh, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ew. Oh, a pizza baguette. Yeah, like the, the kind of pizza you Of get. course, Germans know what it is, <laughs> and they may have invented the stupid fucking thing. <laughs> Probably. It, it, it is like the, the thing they call pizza at like a bakery that you find in an Uban station. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Pizza baguette. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's wrong with that. <laughs> that is socialism. How dare you? Richness <laughs> bastards. <laughs> But um, yeah, uh, this week we're not talking about China because I will not be touching that topic with a 40-foot pole. I refuse to. Um, get me drunk. <laughs> yeah. Let me, I'll get me drunk and I'll just talk about how great Xi Jinping is. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but uh, today, because uh, we're, we're recording on Friday, today's global climate, st- global's a, a little bit too much of a well, euphemism, well, yeah. I think. It's um, 160 countries. Yeah, like 5,000 cities or whatever, I think, or something like that, yeah. are, uh, you know, they're doing the climate strike. They're saying, uh, climate, get out of here. We don't want to be a part of this anymore. <laughs> We're striking, We're striking against you. <laughs> we said this last week, secure yourself a tank, start shooting the clouds. <laughs> exactly, yes. If you, um, you and your friends may be able to pull enough money together to go to, like, Bulgaria and buy an old T-71. <laughs> and, you know... That that is socialism. <laughs> <laughs> Pying tanks, but yeah, so from a Starbucks. From a Starbucks. <laughs> well, they said pizza. They I, said tanks. That's the second floor. <laughs> <laughs> Just an armory. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but we, we thought that it would be, uh, you know, climate change in the news a lot. Um, 
the answers to climate change are kind of all over the place. So mm. we thought we'd wonk out with you for a bit and talk about maybe what does the answer of climate change look like from uh, not only just like an anti-capitalist perspective, which mm-hmm. I think we have covered in the past briefly, but kind of more general on like um, uh, like a, a leftist socialist perspective of, of, of what these movements like why why these movements are important, who these movements kind of don't include and why they should include other people yeah. and what are definitely not the answers. At least, you know, we're not the be all end all of this <laughs> argument, obviously, yeah. but what we kind of just, you know, talking amongst ourselves and and running into this topic continuously yeah. um have kind of more or less pieced together of what we think is 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 good, bad and the ugly of yeah. of, you know, climate protest. Yeah. So yeah, take it away, Kieran. <laughs> Yulia, I don't know. <laughs> I have my piece that I want to talk about. Yeah, but me too. I guess I'm in charge because we are recording from my apartment. The yeah, uh, and you have where we we are in your uh, what is it? The, the uh, dog anime the dog palace. anime palace. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually googled the, the Google translated the thing that you wrote in Japanese, and it did come up actually as dog, dog anime. anime palace. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever question my Japanese abilities again. I don't have any Japanese abilities. Like. <laughs> Okay, the, the the Global Climate Strike website is making sounds at me. Um, Kieran, why aren't you striking? Why aren't you striking, Kieran? <laughs> you shouldn't be on this website right now. Go get off your ass. Um, yeah, as Yulia kind of alluded to, it, it's, it's not super global. I, it has more reach than I was expecting. Uh, there, there's someone Look at in Russia. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot. They're of, all going to end up in a prison at the end of the day. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, a lot of what isn't being highlighted in Russia is just not places where people live. Um, there could be more. Like there is, there doesn't seem to be anything in Saint Petersburg. That's weird. It's, that is weird. There is like Moscow and oh, what the Tanatuva? What the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> Real geography hours over here. Yeah, but we got yeah. we got we got fucking Mongolia going off. China is definitely the big missing, uh, and Saudi Arabia, <laughs> <laughs> and and Yemen. They've got other things going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah. So the global climate strike is is an interesting one. There is some things about it that I'm like uh, um, a little disappointed about, like at how much it's not reaching out. But it's basically one big, large, coordinated protest that mm-hmm. starts this week, but is actually going on until the 27th, according to this. Yeah. Uh, by the looks of this, it means I don't have to work. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, that kind of gets my first thing. It's. Yeah. It's not really a general strike. Yeah. Which no. Yeah, which is as far as I'm concerned mm. is like the only strike that ever seems to ever do anything. Yeah, yeah. exactly, because if you get like off by your work, it doesn't actually like yeah, when disrupt you're, yeah. that much. Yeah, yeah, when you're encouraged by your <laughs> yeah, by your yeah. job of like, yeah, oh, don't take the day work. off yeah. and go to the go to the protest. Yeah. Exactly. It's already been like astroturf at that point, you know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that could work if like a lot of other businesses were doing like union action if like the mm. ones that weren't were like take the day off yeah, yeah. but that's also not happening so yeah. and then like the other thing about like general strikes is you can't really do them in a short period of time because mm. the other part of general strikes is like not paying your bills or rent yeah. and yeah. and uh, i think loans. like the the german word for this actually describes this better than like english does because oh, yeah. It always like we 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 discussed this on the on the the, the first of May episode that is mm-hmm. like what what was it in German uh, Arbeiter Arbeitskampf uh, 
Ja, ja. Arbeitskampf. So it's seen as like a strike, but yeah, Arbeitskampf. So it's actually like you fight something, you know? Yeah, you're fighting that fucking capitalism. Yeah, exactly. Shooting the clouds. Shooting the clouds with your with your tank that you bought at Chinese Starbucks. It's always smart to shoot in the air. What goes up never has to come down. I bought this tank on the second floor of Chinese Starbucks, but then I was like, how the fuck do I get it out of here? We're on the second floor. Why wouldn't you put this on the ground floor? How one of those like car dealership things where it opens up <laughs> Kieran just busts through the second floor <laughs> 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 I bought a tank but still in Shanghai uh, don't, don't talk to me about it I'm very upset um, but I, um, uh, I, I, I do genuinely think that then like looking at it from like the German linguistic perspective mm-hmm. of then how like it is seen then as a, as a like you know a fight for um, I mean, generally speaking, it has to be then a fight then for workers and workers' rights, and mm-hmm. they are intertwined, obviously, with capital, uh, with, uh, with climate change and capitalism, yeah. being that then workers are not the ones, you know, exploiting the earth for its, no. you know, natural resources. Yeah. And the reality, I mean, this is the same thing, too, with, with the weapons industry, uh, especially in Germany, is that there is a good portion of the left that understands that then in order for, let's say, Germany not to export tanks, you just get the workers not to make them. You know, mm. and this has historically worked in the past. Oh, okay. Of you have this this being that, um, you know, arsenals or whatever not what are they called armor uh, um, people in like the arms industry, or whatever mm. it is, is industry that then is like protesting, just completely halting the production of certain things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brazil, this happened where they just like blocked off a road completely. You know, mm. so you make it that then like these points of entrance for capital are impossible to happen. And that's like, to be fair, like that's the extreme scenarios, but those, those are the only ones that then you see having like an instant historical impact. Mm -hmm. Otherwise it is. Yeah. Like this long progression of, 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 uh, um, yeah. Trying to, to implement change and stuff, which is very easy to have then a movement, at least then in my opinion, that becomes this kind of like feel good activism that then on the 27th, when you're done with this, you're going to go back to your ways or you can then just pretend to yourself that your own individual consumption isn't going to magically then change capitalism, which a lot of people in the first world think that's why like, I don't know, Germany has like a lot of like weird vegan culture thing that then tells you that and whatnot. Yeah. uh, There's um, a very good uh, Lauren Balhorn quote. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Oh, Lauren from uh, Die Linke. Yeah. 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 He has a very good quote about that, that I think um, he's talking about the German greens, but I think it, uh, is this this his Jacobin uh, piece? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, He's talking about the German greens, but Mm. I think he's, uh, I think it's, it captures what you're talking about as well. And this is not limited to Germany only, but like the Greens are now a party of anyone in Germany who wants to keep things more or less the way they have been for the past three years, but with more electric cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's like the, it, it kind of comes down to people having absolutely no analysis of like supply side Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. economics I have seen people online talking about like oh I have a Tesla now and then it quickly yeah. devolves into the thing that gets particularly aggressive is it particularly devolves into um, people kind of like one-upping each other about who has the newest Tesla I'm like cool <laughs> you shouldn't really yeah. be buying cars that regularly um, and Teslas are still really bad for the environment well that's yeah. it exactly <laughs> well like the, this is the thing that like I think I might be I might be wrong about this, but the thing I've seen most people are like, Teslas are as fine as electric cars are ever going to get, 
but the thing is you can't just like keep getting the newest one you have to get one keep yeah. it for a fucking as long as possible yeah, yeah. Um, and this is also like a topic i mean it in- includes uh, no it excludes a lot of people like not everyone can fucking buy it in oh for sure yeah, yeah. You, oh like you, yeah. you want to just go magically just dish like out that. 40 grand for a brand yeah, new car yeah i want a tesla please yeah <laughs> yeah and that's why the guy- it doesn't like it doesn't critique anything of like mm-hmm. the production side yeah. or like any any it doesn't have a capitalist uh, anti-capitalist critique in it it just says like oh we're gonna we're gonna fucking like keep capitalism but we're gonna make it green yeah, which could, which, and it's only for rich people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you know, uh, uh, you're still gonna then maintain your extremely wasteful, per, you know, yeah. consumption habits of yeah, like you said, what happens to the Tesla after you, uh, you know, it's, throw it away? Yeah. <laughs> pretty much, it's kind of like the take of like, oh, you shouldn't take planes anymore because when I went to Indonesia with my fucking plane and I saw this fisherman and I saw the way he lived. Like, I want to live like that. Okay, yeah, but you going to Indonesia is actually why you have this take. And you becoming a primitivist is also (laughs) fucking stupid. Yeah, and it's like the Indonesian fisherman, he doesn't think about, like, oh, I I, I shouldn't take a plane anymore because he's not fucking thinking about the future. He's fucking thinking about today. (laughs) I'm really hoping that all these shit libs become, like, anarcho-primitivist and die of scurvy. (laughs) That would be so sick because a lot of them already are doing that. A lot of, like, the startup culture already does that. They're like, we're going to drink, like, what is it? whatever it is that raw water shit that's yeah. just filled with microbes and bacteria yeah. that'll just give you fucking diarrhea until you like just shit your lower <laughs> intestine out before we move too so, far away from it I just want to say that like all the air travel happening at the moment is yeah. 2% of global uh, emissions exactly global yeah, emissions. I have yeah, the same. yeah that's the thing that, <laughs> I have the same yeah, numbers <laughs> that's the thing that then always it, yeah. like I genuinely like given alright yeah like any form of transportation that you use should be um I don't want to say lesson because people have to go places, this and that and that. But what percentage then of, are, of those are just really short, dumb trips that are like for business things and yeah. whatnot? So I think I think the more I think the slightly more correct left take for like in the moment right now is like think about our attitude towards or the general left attitude towards buses versus cars. Mm-hmm. It's the exact buses same, are fucking sick. Yes, it's the exact same technology, but we all like buses because it's using a less much less like carbon emissions. You can per also make person. buses electric very easily. You, you can also do that. You can't do that with planes, unfortunately. Yeah. But planes, even though because they've been highly commercialized, we don't think of this, them this way. They are public transport. Mm-hmm. And the real thing. Are you is saying that we should renationalize uh, airlines? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's like a, there's a previously in Europe bonus episode coming out soon, which is basically just me saying this. But <laughs> the, before we get too much onto that, because go listen to that. Um, yeah, people. The, the real villain here are the people who take private jets. Yeah, like, of course. Yeah, yeah. Because most Airbuses or whatever, because they're called Airbuses, first of all. <laughs> it's a bus. <laughs> it's a bus in the sky. It's fucking brilliant. Wow. Um, they fit like, what, 90 plus people on it? The it's private jets? Not private jets. No, like actual no, normal, normal oh, commercial airlines. The small yeah. Airbuses or the big ones? I don't know. The small, one, I don't know about the small ones, the small ones fit like 170 people. The That's large ones more. fit up to <laughs> the large more. ones fit up yeah. to like 450. There you go. Yeah. yeah, and then the real big ones, like the Dreamliners and stuff like that, Dreamliner. I think are like up to 600. <laughs> yeah, well, they are like um, the thing. Like, like someone knows about planes. I love planes. Planes are so fucking cool. Um, I wish I, I knew thought more you about trains. I like trains too. Oh, planes! The trains. Of trains. The sky. <laughs> all right. Trains are because you know every socialist has to love trains, and trains are so cool. And <laughs> take was, away my credentials. Yeah. <laughs> 
and planes are just incredibly interesting because like how the fuck does a massive piece of you know aluminum get into the sky and stay there without dying <laughs> boats are i guess boats are also yeah. cool but i hate water so yeah, that's true yeah i mean i think there's the uh, maybe the other side of this i think we're probably getting too much into like prescriptive nonsense now but like a lot of like air travel stuff could be solved by um having Basically, it should come down to the point that we really should be only taking planes when we have to cross the sea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we can't expect people to just like, we can't shout at like someone being like, you should only take a plane when you have to cross the sea, r- rather than like, we should be shouting at the governments to make a decent train system that is very affordable, if yeah. not free. It should be free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. that, Looking, like, just staring at Deutsche Bahn yeah, yeah, in the yeah. corner <laughs> of the room. Just throwing things at them. It's like, I would be throwing my tank at them if it wasn't stuck in Shanghai. Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's the thing that then, that then is so... Well, first off, yes, take your tank and just start shooting down private jets. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, that is the first goal. Like, there's this funny thing, uh, the German Air Force One. <laughs> so, oh. I, um, I don't know, what is it? What, what is I would say Luftwaffe Flugforce 1. Flugkraft. Flugkraft 1. I was going to say, yeah, Luftwaffe 1 um, sounds just like a thing oh, yeah. from a World War II movie. Yeah. So it's Not my fault that the fucking German military still calls their Air Force the Luftwaffe. Since the uh, Luftwaffe and all of their friends are still in Bonn, Every time you want to pick up the the chancellor, like Angela Merkel and her friends, you have to go to Berlin. Her first squad. To, yeah, to kind of like get her on the plane. Mm. And this is actually like uh, something that was critiqued in, I don't know if it was like a talk show because Germans like talk shows at night, like mentioned by Meshbeer or whatever. Um, but yeah. Have you das gesehen? Das ist so lustig. It's not supposed to be funny. It's political talk. Okay. Have you das gesehen? War das rassistisch? Das wissen wir noch nicht. Yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that this is kind of like, and and then someone, I don't know, some politician kind of defended it, saying like, yeah, but we still love the old republic. The old republic. That sounds like a Star Wars thing. Yeah. Bonn, yeah, Bonn is the old republic, and Berlin is like what we have now, the empire. I don't know, but. The the amount of money that Germany wastes of having two yeah. capital cities, one that is like just the biggest eyesore in West Germany. Bonn, um, Bonn yeah. yeah. Oh my God. It's just cool because it's next to Köln. Literally. Like, and they specifically picked that city so that then they would yeah. be able to just uproot it immediately and yeah. put everything back in Berlin. Exactly. Because but they like, forgot some ministries. <laughs> like, yeah, they have some <laughs> ministries that then are just two ministries split between like the offices yeah. in Bonn and here. Makes cool. sense, right? <laughs> yeah. And so they have to fly. Like, again, that, like, don't even, like, I guess we can, like, start there and then also talk about the other thing, too, that's yeah. really bad. One, the, like, just the governmental expenditures of just dumb, you know, transporting a lot of times empty planes, like you were saying, that then have to go pick up a politician in one place or another, completely wasteful. Um, and uh, uh, the amount of money that is just thrown at preserving the city that no one should care about is incredibly yeah. stupid. People in Bonn don't even care about Bonn. <laughs> so they all like, I don't know anyone who like yeah, is proud of... opinion on Bonn. Because <laughs> it fucking sucks. I've been there once. It was boring. I and know. there's literally nothing there. But second, too, with like a, like, like a governmental sort of thing, um, I think a lot of people also like, I mean, people fairly acknowledge that the biggest polluter in the world is just like NATO and the US military. Mm. Mm. So mm. also like, um, you know, being, you know, uh, having policies of, 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 you know, demilitarization and stuff like mm-hmm. that between, you know, not, okay, obviously, yeah, like, that's a, yeah. a big no-no to say to libs who think that then China is, like, knocking on the West's door, mm-hmm. that, you know, Russia's going to, you know, 
Russia is already in the politics, <laughs> sending people over slowly but surely, making them um, pay uh, like buy places at Yomala. Yeah, but like Russia is already like smarter <laughs> in the citizen army. <laughs> yeah, Russia is already okay. Given yeah, Russia has like you know invaded Ukraine and in Georgia multiple times, but Russia's main game right just now kind is of pushing the borders a little. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> like that's army tactics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we've talked about this. We've talked yeah. about this. Yeah. But nonetheless, yeah. I mean like 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 um there was an article that I read that the that the US military wants a new fighter a uh a, a new fighter jet every five years. Them to develop a new state of the art fighter jet for no fucking reason because you don't even fucking use fighter jets anymore. You there's every like everything's done by drones or um your tank that you bought. <laughs> they should do it like like Russia and and develop a super like amphibic tank whatever that shit is. Oh the T the, the 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 T105. Uh, yes. Also other mo- other mode of transportation that I'm really fond of are tanks. <laughs> I just I just I just don't understand why the US military doesn't go into like invest in the technologies of their enemies that are totally real. Like uh, Osama bin Laden's mountain fortress, <laughs> the um, microwave rays that were killing people through the walls in Cuba that we all just kind of forgot about. Wait, what? yeah, the the there was that thing that there was yeah. like a uh, the F the, the CIA said that there were these like like signals going through Cuba that were rendering CIA agents uh, sick <laughs> and that they had to leave the country and stuff like that. It was absolute bullshit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean to be fair, every single thing that then has gotten the United States involved in anything militarily of the last hundred years has been an absolutely made up thing aside from Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, I'm sorry, she didn't. It was like yeah, but I mean, like that's the whole thing that then so funny with the Saudi Arabia, you know, oil thing is that then oh look, the Houthis or Iran or someone blew this thing up, and like. Yeah. I like how then none of these are sticking because, like, I think after a week everyone kind of forgot about it. And Saudi Arabia literally just said, "Like, oh, this is our 9/11." Yeah, and they're like, "You had, you, Wait, you well, already yeah. had your 9/11. It was, it was 9/11." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So okay, we're 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 basically talking about like what is the good way of talking about climate mm-hmm. and how to yeah. How so to, there's, there's a lot to bite off. Yeah, that's what we were like it, trying to. It's a huge. It's a huge topic. There's a lot of like. I think we cover the air travel thing, which is like serves as like a distraction mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think my good rule of thumb is if it has like an individualist prescription for like how to fix the problem, it's, it's prob- probably bullshit. Probably bullshit. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, one more thing about the private jets. Oh yeah. Did you, anyone see the video of uh, uh, Kanye West giving DJ Khaled the shoes off of his feet, and then they both just like hop into their private jets? Nope. Yeah, it was like like it was really dire. Like one in the sense that then Kanye West and DJ Khaled are friends, like just two complete hucksters, and um, that they like yeah that they went to this really dumb event, which is like Kanye's uh, uh, Sunday preaching session things that he's doing now. He's like his he's like doing mass now. He's like getting preachers and shit and whatnot. To them. Is he doing the episode of um, the Killer Mike? Uh, show where he makes his own religion. No, but the religion <laughs> already exists. It's called Christianity, oh, okay. and like Kanye West is becoming super Christian Boring. now. And but yeah, so the the thing that was like like someone like retweeted this and was like, "Can you fucking believe that these like like the thing that we're not getting mad about is just these two assholes getting on their private like yeah. getting on two separate private planes? They could go together. Yeah, in they could, one private like plane. not take a private plane <laughs> on, well, a, it, on a Greyhound bus. And <laughs> there's literally that there's literally that scene from uh, Silicon Valley where the two like angel investors run into each other um, 
on like the private airfields and they're both about to get on their private jets being like oh it's you oh yeah it's anyway. like oh and they have like this really like lovely conversation that they're like the whole thing you're meant to be getting is oh they're like starting to like each other as people and they're like oh we should we should uh, hang out sometime uh when we get back where are you flying to i'm flying to san francisco oh me too yeah we should uh, meet up for coffee sometime there and then like they both walk towards their private jets and just goes this is ridiculous Give me your Facebook. I'll just uh, chat to you when I'm on the plane. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> just both go on the private oh, wow. And I mean, like, and I think that that really does encapsulate the fact about how the people who pollute the most are just the worst of the worst, like yeah. the upper echelon of you rich know people. rich people. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. The people who can afford to have their fucking yeah. you know private jets and who can you know continuously just be as wasteful as they possibly can be, yeah. and then. That thing comes down to, and obviously then like the production that then a lot of these people then are also at the helm of because they are capitalists, then that responsibility comes down to you of that then, oh, you're the one who then has the problem. And yeah, like you were saying, when it does become individualistic, yeah, it is bullshit. I think there's also like, there was one kind of individualist slogan. This was definitely a campaign in Ireland. I feel like it was happening in the UK as well. And this was like, I want to say late 90s. The slogan was uh, reduce, reuse, recycle. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the US as well. US as well. Okay. It's someone pointed out it was amazing how quickly the uh, reduce and reuse was removed from that prescription. Yeah. <laughs> recycle. Recycle. It's just recycle That's now. Keep doing everything that you were doing. Just just recycle. Just keep recycling. Yeah. Stop reusing things. Even though like, yeah, whatever, never mind. We're not gonna yeah. have a bit about recycling now. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Planet <Right>. here, tell <laughs> So Yeah. I guess then, like, before we hop into the, uh, like, the good, Mm. let's go to the ugly. (gasps) And Yulia definitely has has taken a deep dive. (laughs) She's not going to read the article, unfortunately, because it's all in German. But, like, there is a... uh, I can confirm those are German words. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, there's so many more Zs than in regular English. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But... We can put it in the... Yeah, we can put it into the into the show yeah. notes for people who can yeah. read German. Okay. Um, Google yeah. Translation. Yeah. So. And um I guess but like one of the things that we were like talking about too is like how, who does then Who does all this? Like who does Fridays for Future? Who yeah, does yeah, exactly. Who can participate? Strike? Exactly. And I actually like came to I mean it, it is always like an uh, important uh, thing to do to kind of like look at movements and how they are like who is participating in these movements. Mm. Um and since I work at a school and normally like the climate strike and Fridays for Futures is like made by school students. Um, I mean, yeah, it is basically students not going to, to school on Fridays. and <laughs> They're doing, they're actually doing the thing that they say that they do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they are. Yeah, but not everyone. Not everyone is included in this. And I work at a school that is kind of like in a... Um, rather tricky socioeconomic area of Berlin. Um, and That's where Zito is from. Oh, no, wait. No, he's not. He's not from... He's from... Oh, man, he's just... Yeah, he's Sorry, not, yeah. yeah. Then you're... Uh, this is where uh, Christiana F. is from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You can Google. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, not, don't use Google. Use that other thing. Oh, you can use Google, whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. What is it called? <laughs> oh, there's a bunch of them. Okay. Um, <laughs> Google's bad. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, because like uh, I work at the school, and actually it wasn't a topic at the school. Uh, actually, in in the whole um, district of Neukölln, it wasn't such a big topic. Um, like they didn't forbid it, but they didn't allow it either. So it wasn't like they all to go together to the climate strike. And uh, in the area I um, work at, it's mostly that um, 
it's not actually like something you think about. Like the students don't, I, I wouldn't say that no one think, thinks about it, but it's actually like if you are busy with other stuff, like you have, for example, you don't have the, what? <laughs> you don't have the um, privilege kind of like to, to uh, think mm. about, um, to not go to school or, or think about like uh, future stuff, you know, like uh, stuff that is uh, happening in the future because you think of stuff that is happening right now because it's actually like a lot of, I don't know, other... Uncertainty? Uncertainty, yeah, exactly. If, if it's financial or if it's like, um, I don't know, like a kind of like discrimination you, you experience every fucking day, then you don't um, have the privilege or the time to actually like sit down and think about climate yeah. change. And it is um, because there's actually like numbers that like over 70% or, or just 70%, not over it, um, percent of Fridays for Future would claim themselves being, uh, as being part of like um, the middle or even the upper class. So like leading positions are mostly people that go to a like, gymnasium or something like that. Which is like the highest echelon of German exactly. schools. Um, and yeah, so people that actually have the time or like the the um, the background um, to lead to have the resources. The resources are time or financial resources, um, or like um, a leading position in the discourse already, because they are like in higher schools or something like that. So they have the time. They have the probably the the Unterricht. Um, <laughs> oh, like classes. Yeah, the classes that that actually approach topics topics like this. So. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. This is this is kind of like very reminiscent of the um, whenever I encounter people who like really harp about the whole becoming vegan thing oh, yeah. to say the pash yeah. uh, because I don't know if anyone's tried to like I genuinely agree that we should probably move to like a vegan society but if you try being vegan now it will fucking bankrupt you like either it's also yeah. like it's also not. It's not the good climate. for the planet. It's not the either. most climate friendly. Actually, when you want to have your fucking like soy burger or something like that, or you want like just your look super at the supply special chain of how that is brought exactly. around the world. Yeah, or you want your avocado every every like avocado Tuesday. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a thing? <laughs> you just making it. It's a thing. Yeah. Avocado Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Hey kids, do you want to <laughs> live in a meat free have a meat free diet or whatever the fuck it is? I don't uh, know. I'm yeah. I'm already scheduling like 20 tweets from the show account of just pictures of <laughs> avocados that will appear on the next 20 Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually because um, of course, yeah. If you can go to like vegans or something like that, yeah, also I'm kind of critical that of that store. Um, Veganism's really white too. Yeah, it like. is. Of course, and and you go there and you you buy your fancy vegan stuff that is also yeah. like five euros or something for a really small burger or like maybe two small burgers yeah. Yeah. if you're lucky. And then you go around and go to areas and say like, hey, why are you buying this Bärchenwurst or something that is just like 65 cents or something? Yeah. And not the super fancy vegan option. From, it, yeah. It's also the, um, it's also the like time consumption issue as yeah. well. Vegan, vegan meals are also very time intensive. And if you That's don't true. have yeah. free time to actually make it, then you'll probably die yeah. from a deficiency <laughs> or something. <clears throat> And I find it kind of like critical also when it comes to consumption, um, like people being critical of consumption, but from a very like 
um, privileged perspective, yeah. like saying, oh, it's you like a great white hope sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you shouldn't well. buy that yeah. much. Oh, minimalism, for example. Great that white hope. Yeah, if you already like are lacking a lot of stuff, if you already have to live uh, the risk of like material dep deprivation, mm. is that the word? Yeah. yeah. Um, and you have to, you kind of like. Then sometimes the only thing that you can do, or the only thing that that actually gives you the feeling of being part of society, is actually like buying something, like oh, buying these shoes, buying a TV saying like oh we have a TV at home now or I have a PlayStation or something like that and then people coming in like saying like oh yeah actually I live a minimalistic lifestyle like I I I, I, don't, I don't even eat <laughs> I'm a, but, I'm, but because I'm a have, breatharian yeah, but because you have the luxury of doing that the privilege of, of saying like oh yeah I had all of this now I I get rid of it yeah and I, the thing that then is always kind of behind all this too is like a very bizarre like weird orientalism that oh, then's yeah. always like, oh, look at these societies, how how, how yeah. simple yeah. they live. That's and the example I, I just yeah, made yeah, with yeah. the in Indonesian I know, like, I, I yeah. just kind of tying back to that. Mm -hmm. It's like, do you not think that the person then who's having, who's being forced to live like a, you know, whatever you want to call it, a minimalist or a, you know, a, yeah. a, a lifestyle that then barely can like suffice their basic needs, yeah. who, you know, exactly. when would you not want to then have more things that then like, would make their life easier yeah. you know like it is, it is it, it's just it's, it's just plainly like racist exactly if you live in a precarious situation you don't think about like uh, fridays for future like you don't think about the future i don't i don't think that people that live in precarious situations don't think about the future but most of the time there is a lot of struggle you already have on a daily basis that you have to think about and it's like probably like struggling with your rent or like making money to buy food or something like that you don't have the luxury to actually like sit down and think like oh yeah but there there won't be a future and i want to change it for for me and my children and stuff like that mm. you know what and I, I mean think, yeah i think that like that tying into the fact of then like why worker-based or class-based politics then is so important in that sense and why then you can have an argument about climate change that then that then yeah. tackles both is because a class-based politic addresses exactly that. You can't yeah. pay your rent. You don't like you're you're in precarious job situations all the time. You're not stupid. Of you're, course you not. Know, no, you're, of you're, course you're not. You're able yeah. to then you know be a functioning member of society and this and that and yeah. that and whatever it is. But there's this big boogeyman called capitalism that's making this extremely difficult because of the things that then it takes a priority. Um, that um, like why someone like Bernie Sanders in the U.S. is so popular yeah. is because he's the only politician then who actually for the first time in like a hundred years has actually developed a politic that then is genuinely yeah. behind that who actually stands behind his shit unlike yeah. the fucking you know uh the like the the like you know strasserite take that that trump had that yeah. was uh, just complete bullshit because it was just right-wing populism which always just is on the back of preserving capitalism yeah. i mean we had this discussion also before when it came to like when we were talking about endergelände i think mm -hmm. it was yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and like seeing the other side of the people that actually work in the like mines and and stuff like that um that you have to consider that it's not like these like um that, that working people want to actually destroy the climate they're not out there saying like oh yeah no sh shit I, I really want to like fuck fuck your climate strike or yeah, something like but that the, the, but like, it is it's a like job a, yeah you know? it's a job that pays for fucking rent and and yeah. it's it's also like you have to consider that because if you only see it from the perspective uh, perspective of your veganism of your like minimalism or whatever you do hmm. then 
that is just leading to more Teslas that nobody can afford. <laughs> and that'll end up in a fucking junkyard in some, you know, third world country yeah. in five years anyway. Yeah, th- there was like similar takes with the whole like... Um, you also can't get rid of the Tesla batteries. Fun no. fact. They're yeah. batteries. Yeah. <laughs> Similar take with the whole like e-scooter thing when they came in. Yeah. They actually pollute yeah. more than cars do, which is like wild. Don't they throw them away when they're yeah, like they end done? Up in the, they end up in the like, ocean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, nice. This is the thing. Like, I mean, I would imagine this would be a good scheme if there was like one e-scooter thing that was municipal, like municipally owned, and then like nationalize. Yeah, nationalize the e-scooter. Like, I want to use the e-scooter. Or even and, like, like the car service thing, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I want to use those things with my beef out gay like monthly mm-hmm. car. <laughs> Just <be> like, <laughs> yeah. the e-scooter. I Deutsche Bahn pay, used like, to have that with with bikes, and they still yeah. kind of do, but they they're not. You don't find them nearly as often because now the private company has taken. Yeah, and then I think the thing that I'm like I'm getting to is the fact that like. With these companies in particular, with the bike, the moped, and the e-bike companies, uh, what happens historically and traditionally with all these is there's like this mad scramble for all these cities they expand into to be like the dominant service, mm-hmm. and all the others like fail. So there is basically a bunch of e-scooters, mopeds, e-bikes, or regular bikes that are just thrown in into a ditch. Mm-hmm. Or if you're lucky and get told in advance, like last episode, you just get to keep one yeah. <laughs> every bike. But um, not all of us are so privileged. So we're seeing then how capitalism actually functions, which is a monopoly will automatically form as just the natural thing of well, you're always told in economics classes that <laughs> is that you know monopolies are are an abnormality that they're that they're a market mm-hmm. failure. However, how often and especially in the sharing economy, the only natural point that you ever see of these is a monopoly. And what would make any like the only thing to then make sense of this is to then make these things that then monopolize immediately. I mean, how fast mm-hmm. did Flixbus monopolize oh, a yeah. year? Yeah. If even that, oh, yeah. you know. And the reason it came about is because the European Union was like, oh, we need to like not have the state have a monopoly on transit. Mm. Oh, it's going to end up becoming a private monopoly. Oh, <laughs> damn! How did we not see this coming? And the quality of your goods when they're done on a nationalized scale are significantly better, as we saw with air travel in the 1980s when that got completely just destroyed and privatized. Mm-hmm. Air travel is now the most uncomfortable thing in the world to fucking do, and it isn't just because 9-11 yeah. happened and you had to go through more no, security stuff. because it's you because have to pay for an extra shit. You have to pay for every single yeah. extra thing. Your entire time in your in your uh, you know uh, seat is just being ads yelled at you. Yeah. You know, yeah. in a disgusting. And now color. we're gonna sell this shit. Yeah. And now and we're like, gonna sell with that. The colors purposely made yeah. to make you uncomfortable. When oh, uh, Ryanair did that, and then yeah. now they now they like, have like funky blue lights, don't they? Yeah, they announced that they would change the like um, the interior of their yeah, planes yeah. because yeah. people were like fucking distressed. Uh, also, Ryanair have decided that we are going to change some more things about the interior of our planes. No longer will we be playing on repeat. Um, uh, I'll tell you what I want by uh, Spice Girls over and over again, <laughs> and then increasing volumes until you land. We decided that was a uh, bad customer practice. I'm sorry. Yeah. From all of us here at Ryanair, um, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. But like the thing, like the like the whenever something has become commodified that then was previously a public resource has mm. become more undesirable and more oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh you just like i i hate flying not because it makes like i don't like flying i hate flying because just the absolute terror of sitting in a ryan air seat and being uncomfortable for you know three hours but it's also like i think i think the big part of the experience of why air travel fucking is shit is not really so much what happens on the plane but also like 
the rigmarole of what you have to do before mm-hmm. and after as mm-hmm. well. Um, oh yeah, if you don't do this at this exact time, then you have to spend like an extra fifty euros for like mm-hmm. an extra check-in fee that you didn't actually know about, but is in like you know yeah. paragraph seven of like a ninety-paragraph document yeah. that you probably should have read through, but it's also in a font that you can't read. Yeah. <laughs> Wingdings. <laughs> <laughs> Also like, it's actually in Cyrillic, but it's in English. So you know the Cyrillic <laughs> alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you want to get hydrated, buy t- uh, 10 like, yeah, euros water yeah. and don't refill your bottle. Because yeah. <laughs> because you may be a terrorist. Yeah, exactly. we, we believe in the uh, the marketplace. And you know, if you don't like something, just go somewhere else on this plane. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or yeah. even on airports. Airports are also just these like... Every time there's like tra- like shopping after security, it's just like go fuck yourself. You have no other choice. <laughs> Here's seven euro coffee. Yeah, exactly. That's it. <laughs> Where are you getting seven euro coffee from? Um, something. I bought two coffees and a sandwich for me and my wife recently from Schindelfeld. It was sixteen euro. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. I hope it was worth it. No, <laughs> it was probably worst garbage. coffee I've ever had. Yeah. But I guess like that can kind of like transition to to the fact of like what then is I guess from me nerding out over the like like there's been a lot of discussion of like and I think a lot of um, tied in with like a lot of, a lot of like the primitivism is this an idea that then like we have to downgrade society the problem is that yeah. we're just too fucking developed and like we need to, we need to you know really you know cut our consumption which is like one part true yeah but at the same time if you're gonna transition to a green uh, um, what I would hope would be would be a post-capitalist society. That would be awesome. But um, the there the, there's been this kind of idea then of like degrowth floating yeah. around, which goes off of like a, a the metric of GDP, which is yeah. a bad metric. Oh yeah, everyone yeah. hates GDP anyway. Like oh, not everyone like I do. Love I know, I know, it. I know. And I know, tankies I know. love it too because they're neoliberals in disguise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they got tankies, but then don't at us, please. <laughs> I'm, uh, you know what? Sorry, every like tanky economic thing that they yeah. brag about is also the, the exact same things that neoliberals brag oh, about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Look at the uh, calorie yeah. consumption rate in the in the Soviet Union kind of thing yeah. as well, where it's like that's. that's pretty cool but like or just they just you just use gdp in production yeah, over yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 which uh, if that's sustainable cool but uh gdp is a stupid metric that just measures any money that then goes yeah. in and out which you can wait like military spending goes into that the best, yeah. the best uh, metaphor i ever heard for like why gdp is like dumb as shit is um if I went around to my street right now and broke all the like shop windows and then they all had to hire someone to like repair the shop yeah. windows. That gets, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's an increase yeah. in GDP, but nothing has actually been done. Exactly. Yeah. Or like what you see of then like just any type of government spending can go into it. Yeah. So you could spend um, money on anything, literally anything, like name the dumbest thing and just allocate like, let's say a hundred yeah. million dollars to it. That'll get put into GDP. It's interesting because there's actually uh, with the GDP in Latvia. <laughs> here we go. Latvia <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, <Lafayette> hours. <laughs> yeah, a lot of it came from. Well, first of all, a lot of it came from financial, like um, spending, like um, private um, Keynesianism and shit like that. So like people just buying shit from getting credits. That was before of the, uh, before the financial crisis. But also a lot of it. I wonder if they're intertwined. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> But actually, there's also, because um, we're talking about climate um, and climate change mm-hmm. <laughs> and climate strike. <laughs> okay, anyway, <laughs> climate. <laughs> um, yeah, 
so Latvia has a lot of woods, forests. They're basically just forests. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but a lot of the money like that that adds to the GDP is actually the the deforestation uh, mm -hmm. is that the word? Yeah, in Latvia. So like a lot of the woods that are actually like Urwälder, so like are the German. Not German. Oh shit! <laughs> the Latvian, <laughs> the <right>. European. <laughs> Julia slipped. She's just um, just reminding herself about how great East Prussia was. <laughs> um, the, <laughs> the, <laughs> so the European um, version of of um, what's it called? Urwälder. So like, his, uh, there's old forests. Old like, forest, yeah, but like the Amazon and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. Old, they're, they're, they're big old old forests. But not as pretty, more like with a lot of pine trees. Is it and uh, birch the trees. same one as the, like Poland has? Poland has exactly. like a primordial forest. Yeah. That's it, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's what I was talking about. <laughs> old forest. <laughs> old forest. Super, <laughs> super old forest. Super old forest. Yeah, but a lot of Yo, that... what's the biggest number you can count to? Older than that. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of the, like... Wo so wo die before you count all the rings in this deforest forest. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't have cut it all down for this counting purposes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but a lot of the wood production in Latvia is like by deforestation and that adds a lot to the GDP as well. But it's not good for the environment it's either. It's not good for the economy really either. What do they do with it? I mean like... That's one of the biggest export goods of yeah, Latvia. Yeah, yeah, it is. But then also <laughs> Latvia makes like most of their money through like f like weird financial schemes that then just like That's disappear well. whenever there's an economic crisis. <laughs> yeah. They don't have their own industry that <laughs> can happened? support their own country. <laughs> don't know. We built our whole fucking economy <laughs> on... on, on Financial FDIs, but hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. As the Irish person in the room, I say over financializing your entire economy is great. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> terrible could ever happen. It'll be fine. Oh God, super safe, speaking super stable. Of that, <laughs> speaking of that, I got a, I got a, um, and like you know where people like like write you on LinkedIn of like, hey, like there's a job opportunity, this and that. It was just like one was just a very much a complete scam. It was like, would you want to move to Dublin and make like fifty thousand euro a year with this new business thing? And I wrote the guy back like, I do not. I want to move to a city that's going to be decimated in five years. This is very clearly a scam. Please do not <laughs> message me back. I get those, but the thing is, recruiters have this like, they have like two spreadsheets, which is like, you live currently in Ireland and you don't currently live in Ireland. There is no like, you are from Ireland, but you don't live there anymore spreadsheet. So I just keep getting these like job offers being like, you want to earn 50K in Dublin? I know you've never considered living in Dublin. It's a great place where people hold open the door or the bus for you. It's like, no, they, it's an automatic door on the bus. <laughs> and they're always Americans too. Like, yeah. They're always American companies that just like magically appeared in Dublin like maybe two or three years ago. Magically. <laughs> Neoliberalism is a, is, a, is, a, is a wild thing. You guys like Harry Potter? You guys are going to fucking love neoliberalism. <laughs> What's that? You want, to, you want to start a manufacturing business in Ireland? You fucking little fucking idiot. You little piss pig, you bitch. What the fuck would you have such an idea? You can't make shit. Get in line. Go back to your spreadsheet factory job, you fucking bitch. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's how you... Uh, that's Enterprise Ireland. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so kind of like with like with like the discussion of then with, with uh, like going back to the you know me getting a nerd out for five minutes about this maybe mm. not that long just kidding oh, shit. but we <laughs> talked about this like briefly too with the, with, with the Green New Deal episode mm. and go back and listen to that one of my personal favorites I learned a lot and um, it really is kind of like not too nerdy I think it was like uh, pretty easy to understand mm -hmm. like 
the talking points about this and you don't have to know anything about economics beforehand. Mm. But the discussion that then is always kind of brought up from people who don't really want that aspect of it, which they're wrong, is that then the idea then of, of, of our society has to then, you know, start, um, uh, what did I say, downgrading or, or, or like... Degrowth. De- and yeah, like degrowth mm. and stuff like that. And the idea is really appealing because people, I think, when they think of like environmental stuff, automatically as Westerners have this like... Yeah, like this primitivist, very like kind of racist worldview of them that then like... It's funny. It's always this take like, oh yeah, we industrialize, but you can't do that. Exactly. You're late to the party. Yeah. Kind of. like, I like that because she used it in like her article and we're going to yeah. like put the article in the... And, in the and to be fair, like but the thing that I understand with yeah. tankies when they talk about then China doing these programs, given the yeah. way that China's doing them aren't bad, however... Mm. The industrialization that then is happening then in these countries, whether or not the countries are allowed to keep them, I do not know the the the, the general like things about mm-hmm. every you know I mean like what what China's doing in, in Africa and whatnot, yeah. but the the push of trying to industrialize Africa by then putting in in like actual infrastructure there is mm-hmm. something that the West never actually did, mm-hmm. no. and that is actually like like again the method isn't the best in my opinion because it is through like a lot of like like you know uh, economic. Uh, what are they called? Special economic uh, zones. Special economic zones. Yeah. But so still, they, nonetheless, yeah. like, there is an appeal then from African countries towards China because they are allowing them to, in, to industrialize. They are allowing them to then, in most cases, keep most of the capital yeah. that they make. This is why, also during the financial crisis in Greece, why Chinese investment was actually seen to be better than that of European investment because a lot of it was done was was supposed to then be done in actual like industrialized projects for mm-hmm. Greece that Greece never even had in the 1950s. So I get that. Um, you also, but like in the sense of of um, like kind of back to this like yeah like exactly what you're saying this mm-hmm. worldview of that like like industrialization still has to happen regardless then of of. Yeah. Uh, wherever the country is, that type of industrialization doesn't need to be, I think, for a lot. Like how, like we talk about that in socialism, like a country we, skipping steps. Yeah, we don't have to do like Stalin. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't need to be. You know, like you uh, could, you can see China investing I, a lot of money. Yeah, like fifty years. Ah, oh, come on, we do it five. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Give me five. But communism right away. Yeah. Skip all. Let's skip all the steps. Let's do it now. Yeah. But I do think that then, in the sense of like the 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 step skipping that then, you know, socialist view of like, you know, of how to get to, to a socialist society. But you can do that with absolutely with introduction of technologies. And you see that with mobile lines in um, like on the continent of Africa. Yeah. There yeah. are not like power lines like we see. There's in, no, the, the, uh, a lot of Africa leapfrogged um, telephone wires. Yeah, that's it. Yes, because they, they immediately kind of like switched to um you know mobile satellite 3g whatever technology which uh like the phone service in africa isn't necessarily the best but you know it's Mm -hmm. it's still doing beaming a satellite phone service in germany is also atrocious (laughs) (laughs) Uh, like beaming a satellite what at like parts of africa was cheaper than building in this infrastructure that like if we had a magical time machine like a lot of european countries would prefer skipping yeah yeah like this is there is some uh stuff to be said there for sure yeah uh, although things like goldman sachs are like really proud of things like that for some reason but like i think they use it as a means of like justifying not investing 
uh, infrastructure in Africa. Like, if we invested like tele telecommunications infrastructure in Africa like 20 years ago, oh, we would have had egg in our face now. <laughs> and I'm like, uh huh. It's like, what's going to be the smart move by just completely ignoring that? Yeah, and who knows what the future of roads will be? <laughs> <laughs> what if we could like send roads to Africa via satellites? <laughs> you, uh, just everyone's gonna uh, uh, teleport. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Nice. But um, and I think like <laughs> a series of grappling hooks that come down <laughs> from the side, <laughs> lift you up, yeah. and throw you across wherever you have to go. <laughs> kind of like a like a like a mom cat does with kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so in our in our Eurocentric horrible Western view, um, <laughs> the steps of them going from you know where we are now with with with. You know, going into a green economy doesn't need to be the one that then is 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 a uh, like a downgrading of that of the economy no. because you have to create jobs, you have to create services, you have to create mm -hmm. you know infrastructure, you have to do all this stuff, and that's why, in my opinion, Green New Deal is so good because it doesn't view it from this like defeatist perspective, and it views it very much in the sense that then there is um, you don't even have to look at it in the sense of, like there's an economic win to be made, like but it's it's genuinely like in the sense of that then there is. Um, you know, something that then can be positively said to a degree about then growth. It doesn't need to be economic growth or GDP growth, but just like a growth of a society that then is not yeah. really measured all that well in economics. And there are metrics of measuring it that are just not used. But general well-being will, like, does take, in my opinion, at least under the un, under the, the the prognosis from Green New Deal for Europe and whatever then I guess the European Commission is attempting to yeah. take of that. Like they said that, that it is possible, which fun fact, the German Greens said that it is not possible because they suck. Yep. And they're the only party that said that they would like not support it, which Ooh. is very weird. Mm -hmm. Do I have the exact quote? Um You had you, you sent it in the in the Yeah, show it was a uh, it was uh, Sven Giegold of um the German Greens uh, giggled from the original Irish of vagina gold. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the the Irish slang name? term for uh, vagina gee is gee. Oh. Um, <laughs> in response to Yanis Varoufakis' DM25's mm -hmm. presentation of the Green Investment Plan, which was the old term for mm -hmm. Green New Deal, mm -hmm. uh, of half a trillion euros annually funded by European investment bank bonds, uh, I, this we is, talked about all this on that episode, yeah. which we will link in the description. Mm -hmm. Go back. It's a good one. Uh, Giannis was appalled to hear him retort that there were not enough green projects to fund with such money. Uh, he offered as proof for this the neoliberal creed that if there was such a need, the market would have provided investments. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a tragically depressing... Um, like limit of imagination mm -hmm. um of like there and is there's no green projects right now and i can't possibly profitable. fathom yeah. uh jeez uh board mm, i can't <laughs> yeah. and to be fair a lot of public services are not profitable yeah. they are not they just simply yeah. are this is why then it's so but then at the same time just because something's not profitable doesn't mean that then it's not have a social exactly. value parks exactly. you don't make yeah. fucking no one makes any money with having a park exist only if you privatize it yeah but some places do privatize <laughs> I know, parks they it's do. fucking insane yeah it is yeah. <laughs> and but the idea then is that regardless of there may not be a metric of measuring the usefulness of a park in terms of you know GDP. There yeah. is a measure in the sense of what Social it means. Social impact, for exactly. Example. Yeah, health you know, impact. I mean, I like having a park in a. Yeah, and a transition uh, into green technologies would yeah. give. I mean, like, okay, there's not just going to be parks popping up left and right. But, <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but you know, yeah, in the sense of health, of of just general yeah. well-being, agriculture is a big one that then is is addressed to in the Green New Deal yeah. to a degree. 
Um, well, agriculture isn't profitable either. Like, no, it isn't. Exactly. Europe just throws their food. That's at, why we have subs- subsidies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Europe exactly. just throws money at then at then places to overproduce, yeah. and then yeah. the U.S. is the same thing, or they just tell you not and, to produce. Yeah, and yeah. actually, like, countries that are relying on agriculture that yeah. have like a big of like yeah. a, a lot of their GDP is made up agricultural stuff, <laughs> stuff. food stuff, food yeah. stuff. farming we can't legally call it food <laughs> it's food stuff Julia, Julia's just sitting in the corner right now playing playing a farming simulator yeah exactly you're paying a farming simulator but it's like that 1980s film war game and you're actually controlling a, a farm in like the south of Italy <laughs> oh no there's a shortage of parmesan again god damn it <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have to wor- worry at all because I get subs- subsidized. Yeah, true. <laughs> Julia, Julia if I'm just, a German farmer, yeah, we found it was a lot more. Uh, we found that it was a lot more efficient to just give a billion instead of getting like billions of dollars to like these old farmers in uh, Fra- in France making very particular types of cheeses that Europe won't eat unless they're from the proper region. Um, we decided to give like half a billion to just Julia to play farming simulator. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I would she love- uh, live streams it on Twitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone just feels full from watching it. <laughs> yeah, um, Yulia, Yulia's yields are fucking insane. Are tight, yeah. <laughs> there is actually one of my favorite videos on YouTube. It's so old, but it's like um, Skrillex's Bangarang set to footage of Tractor Simulator 2016. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That sounds good. Uh, great. <laughs> So actually, yeah, we should also talk about like the positive side of, of the climate strike. Yeah, being cl- cl- climate strike is good. Like, don't, yeah. don't get us wrong. We, we, we are, you know, sour leftists who like to yeah. critique everything. Oh, we're, yeah. we're very much old man shoots at cloud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> but actually, yeah, uh, since I criticize, uh, criticized... Wait, the- instead of your top eight, it's all your friends who are allowed in your tank with you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which I'm assuming is like a top three. <laughs> Things are small. Oh, it's like my space. Yo, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I make spot. I, I make room for all my homies in my tank. Okay? Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, but actually, since I since I've criticized the like um, like it being uh, kind of like a privileged movement, hmm. there's actually lately a lot of like also leftists or more le- further left groups um, joining it or uh, popping up um, in this whole movement, uh, something that is really focusing, like some groups really focusing on anti-capitalism and yes. actually starting to to say, okay, this is like, this is not a problem of like, just we're not green enough, but this is a problem of like a, a systematic problem of capitalism. So yeah, and to be fair, we would, yeah. we, we did not have this 10 years ago. Exactly. No, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. I even like like the the like the the anti globalization movement like didn't even really fully have this yeah. and this kind of I'm not saying that it's like entirely the same as like the climate thing but there was yeah. a climate Aspect, element to yeah, it element, yeah. but a lot of it then just kind of got uh, um, taken over by a very racist yeah. rhetoric that then wasn't because yeah. it was a lot of it was like about indigenous rights and about mm-hmm. um, uh, 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 what's it called um, shit. My brain just just uh, mm-hmm. stopped. Just stopped. <laughs> but yeah, like there 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 Stalled. there were like it, it was a multifaceted 
thing. Yeah. However, I think because of the time frame that it came out in like the mid nineties, yeah. saying that capitalism is is bad was kind of like, oh, <laughs> what? What are you talking Look about? Look at Eastern Europe. <laughs> Look how they're thriving. <laughs> they're thriving. Uh, they have all this money that they just don't know what to do with. Literally, the countries just don't know what to do with this finance capital. <laughs> It'll stay there forever, right? <laughs> yeah, and actually, like you also have like now an um, anti-racist dimension in the climate strike. So it's not like it's not limited to only like the stuff that the Green Party says, mm. um, or just like one or, or like privileged young people saying like, oh yeah, but I want to have a future. But it's also actually taking like. Um, on other struggles and including it like um, like the kind of like the racist dimension of of climate for example yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be fair though yeah. this is all fine and dandy I'm just gonna say one last thing extinction rebellion stop being so racist yeah <laughs> they have a big problem with that <laughs> did you see the last thing where they were like writing letters to the police Wait, what? They were writing nice letters to the police. Nice yeah. letters. Nice letters oh, because they're always so friendly when they get arrested. Yeah. All <laughs> cops are beautiful. Yep. <laughs> That's what that means. <laughs> yeah. No, but like just a short, a short, 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 short shout out because um, Karin, who was on our episode uh, mm. a few weeks ago, she sent an article in a very similar uh, uh, regard to the, the, the supernova German mm. article um, was about how it's called stop asking people of color to get arrested to protest climate change and really uh, yeah. it's weirdly yeah. enough from Vice um, oh. but from um, the good people at Vice the maybe like two or three good people who work for them yeah. um, and really kind of like you know tackling the sense about how, how Extinction Rebellion has this internal problem with it and how there is yeah. like, like, like Yulia just got done saying there is an element to this that then is inclusive and that is anti-racist and that mm -hmm. is for indigenous rights and they're all this. Yeah. Um, but we have to always remember too that then these spaces that then um, we see in Europe a lot of the time that then are getting yeah. a lot of publicity um, tend to overwhelmingly be very white neo-colonial yeah. factors of, of how they yeah. expand. I mean, fuck, for fuck's sake, uh, uh, <laughs> Extinction Rebellion had a protest where they had people in nooses and some of the people in the nooses were people of color. Like, that just doesn't look good. What is a noose is what you hang oh, someone a, a with. A hangman's noose, like a, the, the, the particular <gasps> tying of a rope that goes on when you hang someone. I do, yeah, so like a... I noose him. Kieran, good try, you may have been right. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> That's my... Um, so like a schlinger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Okay. So they did a protest like that, and they had people in the news. Oh no 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 no! Exactly. Oh no! Yeah. Yeah. Standing on ice blocks. Mm. Yeah. Was the oh no no yeah yeah yeah. Mm. yeah. So um, but there are like, but that's the thing too is that Extinction Rebellion isn't the only one. Like there are not mm. the only climate movement. There are like 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 you know like Yulia just said, there are there. Are, there are good people out there. <laughs> and, and to be fair to Extinction Rebellion, they are mobilizing people. This is not like a problem you couldn't fix. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you could be good. But they're British. Come on. Anything uh, the British do, they cannot be racist. Some self-criticism. Become Maoist. Yeah, if you become Maoist. I will stand behind Maoist Extinction Rebellion. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I have my criticisms of the Maoist movement, but... Everyone in the UK has to become Maoist. <laughs> <laughs> Just because of your colonial past. It's like the only way out. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, Jesus Christ. Look at you, the Communist Party of Great Britain. You fucking <laughs> dumpster fire of a party. <laughs> oh, God. But, it, yeah, in general, the, the, the whole degrowth thing needs to go away because at the same time, it's also just it's like... It's defeatist. It is defeatist. It's also feeding into, like, the, the new thing the new buzzword amongst left circles that is like a real thing the eco-fascist yeah. stuff because <laughs> Sorry. spoiler alert yeah. we're gonna have a whole episode about that <laughs> nice yep. uh, i won't go too much into it but I, I feel like that's like the logical step of that attitude things have to get worse yeah. it's because the the part of the whole like we have to reduce our consumption aspect mm. of it and things have to get worse is uh, like it is blaming ourselves for something that we like like i mean our, ourselves ourselves like every person yeah. in something that we had absolutely no fucking control over exactly and i wonder if it like actually does change anything if you have like if you just awoke like some feeling of shame like you know yeah. in people especially in people that probably like are not don't have the time to i don't know to be arrogant about it you know yeah. like um living in and, and you go and shame them and then you just evoke a feeling of shame like for taking a plane to go maybe for your like only vacation in yeah. uh, this year or something and instead of like actually um making like a like an ethical reflection possible or like actually like talking about it you just make people feel like shit yeah 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 there, there's like it's so like you can see how that is um like for lack of a better term blackpilling people yeah. like yeah. It, it was it's almost the exact same thing of like the um liberal treatment of uh racism mm -hmm. where there was like for a while there there was absolutely no understanding of like how racism might be systematic it's all about like these individual actions that you as a person do which is yeah. a part of it don't get me wrong but like blaming everyone being like this is all on your shoulders the reason black people are oppressed is because you johnny utah did something <laughs> johnny, not utah. johnny utah <laughs> johnny utah <laughs> this is why i think americans are called uh, <laughs> uh, i just remember the character the the the, the oh uh, what's it called the, the anchor from uh the fairly odd parents whose name was mm -hmm. chet you betcha yeah, <laughs> yeah your first name has to be johnny or chad or tag and then a state you don't live Kyle. in kyle <laughs> Um, Kyle Virginia. Kyle Virginia. <laughs> um, Duke Nukem. <laughs> Tag Wyoming. There's definitely a person called Tag Wyoming. I'm pretty sure. Um, but anyway, yeah, like the, the the whole thing of just like blaming individuals and not really offering anything substantial as an alternative is not going to work. Um, I don't think you can. Even if you had all the best statistics in the world, I don't think air travel is a really good statistic because, like I said, 2% mm -hmm. of total air emissions, that's all air traffic in the world. Yeah. Um, like, that's, that's... Even if it was, like, 99%, I think if you just shamed people who did it but not offer, like, an alternative route because mm. I've looked into the tech. Apparently, we are very far away from electric planes as being like a viable option but no, no, no i see that weird dubai thing that's like a helicopter with like a <laughs> 900 fucking uh, uh uh things on it blades on it is that is that a part of the robot jurassic park that mbm is building oh wow possibly MBS. yeah fucking yeah. stupid that like like but just on on, on one more note i'm mm. just i saw like 
maybe Twitter's listening to me, or they just know that I really like Giannis Varoufakis. <laughs> but it was like, you missed this. And uh, just an, another thing to, to kind of keep on, on, on your mind always is that 71% of CO2 emissions are produced by 100 companies yes. worldwide. Exactly. I yeah. was about to t say, like, who to blame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's the other thing as well. I think that's, that is the part of the, the liberal blaming of the individual is because... Mm -hmm. Um, there is that side of it's blaming the individual, but there's also the side that it's a kind it's it's the bad guy from the Incredibles. If everyone has superpower, if everyone is special, no one is special, kind of thing. Then it kind of also at the same time removes blame. Um, if you blame yeah. individuals, it's kind of like where do we direct any of this energy? Yeah. And, and I think on that Incredibles note, yes, uh, that'll be a good place to leave mm -hmm. you guys with this week. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, I, I I had a a, a pleasant time, uh, you know, <laughs> venting about my problems of the of the environmentalist <laughs> movement. I've been meaning to do this for a while, so yeah. Um, we will catch you guys next week. Then, mm -hmm. um, little uh, tidbit out there for everyone: we don't have anything really to shout out this week, except for uh, bring our Rob back safe. Mm. And um, Yulia and I in the next coming weeks or so mm. are going to try to do a German version of the show Ooh. for very oh, short, yeah. very concise, maybe yeah. like 20, 30 minute episodes. They will yeah. be posted along on the same feed. So if you subscribe already to our podcast, um, you will get them. But uh, we want to try this out and, you know, like, you know, yeah. obviously you'll see when it comes up because the title will be in German. It'll probably have a different <laughs> show name as well. Yeah. But just be on the lookout for that. Um, finally, I can speak in my mother tongue. <laughs> yeah, Julia can finally not, like, I can be the one then who's... Not going to sit, sit here and saying, like, um, agricultural food stuff. <laughs> yeah, that'll be me, but in German words. And then uh, probably you're, like, 30 characters long. Well, we, uh, we should warn not you in advance that when Julia speaks German, she does sound like Gilbert Gottfried, so <laughs> watch out for that. <laughs> the AfD is the cause of problem in Deutschland. <laughs> oh, damn it. Gilbert Gottfried's just Hitler. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, see you guys next week. Yep. Cool. Bye-bye. Syndrome was right. <laughs>